about this league. You know, you want to play at your you want to play at your best. You know. Yeah. You know, you gotta play at your best, and now now that we're in December, you know, it's about it's about time. You know, you get your ass where it's at, and wondering where everybody sits. You know. But like I said, that was a uh, like I said, it wasn't a perfect game. Obviously, I mean they they made a lot of mistakes in this game. You know, I mean the Adrian Pearson run, obviously. You know, the the you know like I said, Riverbolt Doug trying to get a trying to get a touchdown on the fourth down and didn't. You know. But I, but like I said, I mean, once you went to Mark Sanchez, man, once you go to Mark Sanchez, that's all you need to know. Yeah. That's all you need to know, and 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 Washington should be ashamed of themselves because they had a they had an indigenous plan coming into the season that was working, that was actually working, you know, and that and that and when they beat Dallas back in October, I really thought they were going to win this division. I really thought Washington. Had all the ingredients, everything's going well. You know, you got Alex Smith, you got all those guys. Then they play the Falcons the very next week, and it all goes to hell. And it's and it's and it's all hell. You know, all all these injuries: three starting line linemen, two wide receivers, then Alex Smith. Now, then Colt McCoy. So now you you have no quarterback, you have no wide receiver, you have I mean, you have nothing. You have nothing left. Like I said, you got a giant team that's actually hot coming in this Sunday. <laughs> Forget about it. They're, they're finished. Washington's finished. You can put. You can book that. You can put a fork in their ass. Oh yeah, yeah, they're done for sure. Just shit. That's that that. It's a it's it's unfortunate, but Washington kind of deserves it. You sign Ruben Foster like 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 nothing was nothing was wrong. You look at his talent and his trouble, and he and and he's got a long way to go before he even starts another NFL game. But obviously, the biggest story in the NFL, uh, an end of an era, an end of an era. You know, in Green Bay, you know, Aaron Rodgers and and Matt, and uh, and Mike Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy was given the boot after losing to the worst offensive team in football this year, Arizona, at home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, but to me, you look at Green Bay the last couple of years; they're they're not right. They're not they're not the same team that that they were in the first half of the decade when they were an elite program and they were fighting for Super Bowls. They won a Super Bowl. They had to act together. This this Green Bay team seems like they let their guards down so many times, and it just seemed like a divorce was coming. But obviously, they decided to end it, end it right, right away instead of waiting for the season to end. So, who you think's at who's at fault for that? Oh well, I mean, uh, you know, they don't have as good receivers. This 
too. So, a little bit of blame to go around, I guess. Well, the thing is, Mike McCarthy is, you know, he, he had a long time in this league, you know, with the Green Bay Packers. He was there when Brett Favre was still the starter. And he yeah. and he won, what, I think six division titles or five division titles. He made the NFC title game four times. Now, obviously, they should obviously should have. The problem is with a talent like Aaron Rodgers, you, sh- you shouldn't have at least one Super Bowl. You shouldn't have one championship. You should have at least couple, at least three. And that's something and that's something you have to think about. And that's something you have to really think about in theory, you know, because you know, we 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 talked about I we talked about this a few a while back when they were playing the Patriots and you looked at Aaron Rodgers and you looked at Tom Brady. And Aaron Rodgers might be a great talent, but when his career comes to an end, is he a top five all-time great? Is he on the same page as a Tom Brady or a Joe Montana? And I say no, because those guys won. Those guys got accolades, you know? Yeah. You got one championship, you know, and, 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 and more disappointments than success. And as, as, as good as Aaron Rodgers is, his talent, his skill level, you have to carry your team on your back. And the problem with with Aaron Rodgers is compared to Brett Favre, who he succeeded, obviously. Brett Favre had fun. He was a fun guy, you know. He he he's a he was a fun quarterback. He was he made people excited on Sunday afternoons. He made every he made he busted his ass and he never missed games, no matter how bad his body was built. Obviously, when his career ended, his body broke down. But. But Aaron Rodgers treats this as a business, and I understand that's how most people treat things in this in in the world today. It's just that everything's a business, and that's how Aaron Rodgers treats his game as a business. Get it done, get get the job done. But then again, both of them should be at fault for for several reasons, and obviously Mike McCarthy not putting together the proper roster, and Ted Thompson and those guys because. Rodgers goes down, you have no you have no foot to stand on, you know? And this Green Bay team might be wor- might finish worse than last year's Green Bay team. Yeah. And that's a and that's a shame with Aaron Rodgers. So there's a they made so many changes in the offseason, it didn't work. It got worse. And now the structure and now the structural damage to 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 the fact that Green Bay may not be the same team for a while, and it could be a while before we see Aaron Rodgers fighting for another championship. Because now you got to figure out who's going to be the head coach now, who's going to want to coach Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's true. That's the only the only confidence they have is is they have Aaron Rodgers. But that can also be that can also be your downfall as well. When you think about it in theory. Yeah, yeah, I know. So we'll see we'll see what they they do, but what I've heard is the Brown the Browns and Mike McCarthy have have, have had allegedly have had talks. And the rumors are he might be heading that way. 
So, like I said, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Yeah. Now, now that we're in December, and we have to look at at situations, the playoff picture. You know, you look at the you look at the NFC. Let's look at the NFC first. You know, the Rams they clinched the they clinched the West. They're going. To, you know, they 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 still have to contend for. Uh, for the whole buy and all that, but they'll get the buy, and, and they're still fighting for home field advantage, so they still have stuff to play for these next couple of weeks. Yeah. And then the Saints should should easily win the South. They probably will clinch it this weekend. Another Carolina loss should, should clinch the South for them, and they prob- and they will obviously get the buy. And obviously, but they but obviously losing the Dallas last week hurts their chances at home field advantage. Chicago lost a, a shocker to the Giants in the game of the day. Then again, Chase Daniel they didn't do the the defense didn't do the job they did in Detroit for Chase Daniel. You know Chase Daniel's limited, and they didn't do what he what they could do. You know, give Chase Daniel a lot of credit. He he's shown that this is a very good team, and he knows he's a limited quarterback. He did exactly what he had to do to try to win this game. But you know, Chicago right now. Should win their division. They should win the North because because you know Green Bay's done and Minnesota's not winning on the road. So they should win the North. Then it's Dallas. Then you know the the big the big game Dallas and Philly. You know that Dallas currently sits in the fourth seed. Could potentially move to the third seed if if everything works out. But they know they have to deal with the Eagles coming to Jerry World on Sunday. And I'm hearing thought. I'm hearing rumors about. They're fearing the Eagles now coming in there, compared to their compared to last month's meeting. So we'll see we'll see how that goes, and then the wild card situation. Seattle most likely is going to be the fifth seed at this point. I don't see that they're going to have any troubles. I mean, their hardest game left is probably the Kansas City Chiefs, but I think there should they should make the playoffs as a fifth seed. We know they can't win the division, so they're going to be the fifth seed. They're going to have to be on the road come January. And then Minnesota currently has the last playoff position, but that obviously could change with a loss on Sunday, on Monday night. Actually, they play on Monday night. So, yeah. And then it's Carolina, Philadelphia, Washington, and Tampa Bay at 5-7. and seven. You know? Weird, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But um, where am I at here? Yeah, I'm trying to bring up some stuff on my phone, some scores and shit on my phone here. Yeah, what were you saying? I'm just saying the the, the the top ten in the NFC standings at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. So, we'll see how that works out. I mean, technically the Eagles are in the wild card race, but I don't see that happening. They have to have Minnesota and Carolina. They have to finish with a better record than those guys, which is sat- shockingly not out of the question. They can they can still finish with more victories. Obviously, with the Vikings, they have to finish with more victories. 
But I think, but I think they can beat Carolina. I think they can get. I think Carolina's in trouble. I think they're they're literally in trouble. I I saw, I just saw a team that just didn't look right on Sunday against Tampa Bay. You look at, and you look at Cam Newton. You know, he threw four interceptions. He was like, he was just, he just looked lost out there. You know. So. Well, we'll see what. Like I said, we'll see what happens here. Like I said, we 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 take this we take this one step at a time. They're not wor- we we can't worry ab- ahead of a game. We have to worry about the next game, and that's just the way this league is. You know. Yeah. Now on the AFC side, Kansas City. You know they're they're at ten and two, and then you look at uh, New England and Houston at nine and three. Boy, Houston, boy, I'm telling you right now. They're starting to look like that team nobody wants to really play, you know? Yeah, man, they're, they're tough. They're going to be a – I think they're going to be able to make a run. I mean, Deshaun Watson's getting better, and that defense – like I said, the most important thing is not just Deshaun Watson, it's that defense. That defense is much, it's healthy. If J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless, and J.V. and Clowney are are – are healthy? That's a danger. They're probably the most dangerous threesome in this in this league right now. So Houston really look looks like a team that they may actually have it. They may be a, a, a team you don't want to play. You know. Yeah. And then Pittsburgh. I don't know what the hell's going on with the Steelers, man. The last two weeks, man. What happened on Sunday night there? Oh my God. <laughs> They were up twenty three to seven. It was two minutes to go in the third quarter. They were up twenty three to seven. I thought this game. I thought they were going to win easily, and then you wake up, bam! The Chargers beat their ass. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm I'm starting to believe that Mike Tomlin's better better start better start coming up with a strategy. I know historically Pittsburgh has been the most stable place to the coach at. Obviously, they've only had three head coaches since since the merger. But the problem is, there's more, there's expectations every year of a championship in Pittsburgh. And Mike Tomlin, obviously in the last couple years, especially last year, has missed the boat on trying to get this team to the next level. And and obviously the last two games is unstealer-like, you know? And they need to get the, they really need to get their act together in these next couple of weeks. I mean, the schedule doesn't get any easier. The schedule gets no easier. Especially when you have Brady and Belichick come. A month ago, I really thought they would blow out Brady and Belichick. I don't see that happening anymore. And then you gotta play the Saints in New Orleans. How the how yeah. Baltimore may actually have a chance again. My Ravens may actually have a chance to steal this division. You know? Uh, with, yeah, I don't know. I think they're gonna be able to do that, but um, but, but you know, they might be able to make it close. Yeah, but but I think the Steelers will turn it around though. Yeah, but but do you think they can beat Brady, Belichick, and Drew Brees in back-to-back weeks? Right now, do you think they can beat those two teams in back-to-back I mean, weeks? I can win both those games for sure, but they got a shot to win one of the two. Cause hell, if you think the Eagles have two losses left in them, I think the Steelers can easily w- lose lose two games in these last four. Yeah, I 
And that's back to back weeks. So, like I said, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I mean, like you said, Chargers should easily make the playoffs. They still have an outside chance of winning the division. We'll see. You know, like I said, they have a matchup. I think what next week on Thursday Night Football. We'll see what happens there. But obviously, you look at the wild card picture in the AFC. There are four teams at six and six. And you would look like Andrew Luck was looking like it, they were a shoe in to get the last spot, and then they play a stink. Then they play a stinker in Jacksonville. Absolutely, didn't for, forgot what they were, what they got them back into the race from a one in five start. But the team I'm 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 more I'm looking looking at right now a team that I think could make that run is the Denver Broncos. They've won their last three games. They have two credible victories. You know, they have two credible victories against the Chargers in Los Angeles and the Steelers. Phillip Lindsay is obviously running the ball very well. He's become he's the leading rookie rusher right now in the league. An, an undrafted free agent and he's the leading rookie rusher. I think I uh, maybe I'm wrong with it maybe Saquon, but he's right there with Saquon. You know? Yeah. But you gotta look at them and, and that defense, you know, Von Miller, you know he if that team is if that defense is right, he's motivated to get a to get twelve sacks easily. He is still an elite player in this league. You know? Yeah, I know. So don't don't count out the Denver Broncos of potentially sneaking into that sixth spot and getting three teams in the AFC West in. It could happen. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that could be a problem. But they still have Cortland Sutton, you know. Obviously, Case Keenum still has a little talent left from, from his momentum this year, last year, Minnesota. So, But like I said, Denver has a favorable schedule down the stretch. So don't be surprised. I could see him winning three of their last four, and that would put him at 9-7. and seven, And that could be good enough in the AFC for that sixth spot. And knowing if Pittsburgh falters, continues to falter, they have that victory against them, so they can steal that last wild card spot from them. Yeah, Pittsburgh could miss the postseason altogether if things if things don't turn around either. So, a, a lot to think about over these next these last four weeks of the season. Obviously, we'll be talking about it every week. So next week we'll have something new to talk about. But, but like I said, let's go to the to the matchup here on Thursday night, tomorrow night. Obviously, it's not a sexy matchup on paper or or by the records. But like I said, Jacksonville, like I said, they're coming off their most uh, a win that they needed, even though they're pathetic and they're done and they're finished. And the Tennessee Titans, who just barely beat the New York Jets. Oh, God. So, go ahead. Yeah, man. I mean, these are two teams that are, aren't, aren't making the playoffs. Um, they, both, they both have, you know, pretty decent 
pretty tough defense. It is obviously the, the Jacksonville talent-wise has one of the best in the league. And I mean, they're, they're ranked high in, in, in the league in terms of like total defense and yards allowed and all that. But with both teams, really, their offenses are bad. So, I mean, I, I look at this game, I don't see either offenses are going to really be able to move the ball all that much. I think this is going to be a defense battle. And uh, it's, it's, it's tough to say, but I, I, coming down to it, I think I'd have to, I'm going to have to go with uh, the teams that just shut down, completely shut down Andrew Luck, shut him out, actually. And yeah, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville in this one in a low-scoring, boring game. So I'm gonna say final score is 13-10. Well, when you think about these two teams, when they met in September, back in September, I think it was week three. Yeah, it was week three. They played a nine-to-six football game. A 9-6 football game in favor of the Tennessee Titans. Now, I I don't really know what to say about that. But obviously, Jacksonville knows that if they play very good defense, which they're still capable of, it's still a decent defense. Jalen Ramsey is still having a very decent year and could probably make the Pro Bowl, you know. But the thing is, like I said, Saxonville isn't Saxonville like they were a year ago. Tennessee, like I said, I mean, you know, Marcus Mariota, you know, it's 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 an see. One week they're beating teams like New England and and other good teams, and then the next week they lose to some shitty team. You really don't know what Tennessee is capable of. And every week is an adventure. You don't know what they're capable of. So when I think about this matchup to you know tomorrow, it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a game. I, I'll agree with you. I think that it's gonna be a low scoring affair. I think that both of these two teams are gonna they're gonna slug it out. They're gonna they're gonna safer it out. And they're gonna make and they're gonna run the ball. Leonard Fournette is back in the lineup. So obviously that helps that that's that out. Not much of a run game for for. For, for Tennessee, like I said, Buck and Aikman probably will fall asleep middle of the third quarter the way the way these two teams, since they have, they have the obligation to do every Thursday night game this year with the exception of opening night of the season and Thanksgiving. But they still do a Thanksgiving game because it's in their contract. So I got Jacksonville winning and the final score... 15 to 13. So that's all I have for this week. You know? <laughs>